0: Welcome to season two, episode five of the Big Man Bed Podcast. Yay!
1: Hello. Today we have two lovely guests all the way from America. Obviously, not here. It's Joey and Avery, who host the Mind Shape Podcast. They have some really inspirational life stories on each episode of their podcast. And they are here today to tell us all about it. Let's go straight to it.
2: Yeah. I've been doing this podcast now for two years. And I feel like I Joey's like a brother almost essentially to me because we talk almost every day. We email, we text, we send memes to each other and things like that. And it's just so funny that we've never actually met in person, but we're t- two years in on this podcast and it's just growing every single day. And... You know, it's awesome that we get to meet people like you guys that are having us on your podcast to talk about our podcast. That's amazing.
1: I can't believe you two've never met. That's yo, you just never would have known. I thought that, you know, you were really, really old friends and maybe your mums used to hang out and you went to school (laughs) together. You've got such a great connection. It's it's amazing. I'm shocked
3: yeah it's it's really crazy to think about i took a shot in the dark messaging avery he, he had a great video on twitter and he said yes i mean i i wanted to podcast and make an impact on people's lives but i wanted someone to do it with and he took a shot with me obviously and it's been a growing period like me and avery have had to work through things you know schedule tasks and, and figure out how to grow this thing. And there's, there's been some moments where we bought heads and, and things like that. But that's the process of having a co-host and learning and growing. And especially since we've never met, like people never believe that because we are so good together when it comes to guiding people through stories and, and being on the podcast that you never think that.
0: So mind shape. What was the concept behind it? And how did you come up with that as an idea?
3: Yeah, so for me personally, I wanted to give people a place to share stories that were deep, that were vulnerable, because those stories are, are so meaningful in life. Like we believe vulnerability is that bridge that helps connect us as humans. And I was bullied throughout school. I was called short. I was called a midget. I'm short. I'm not that short. I'm I'm 5'5", but I'm short. And throughout school, I was really short. So I got made fun of. I didn't trust people. I held this story dear to me. And you know, when I started telling people about my past, my autoimmune disease, and why these things happened to me, it lifted a weight off my shoulder of that didn't have to define me anymore. Like I'm more than that. I can do so much more. And I wanted to give people a place to do that and obviously we've had people on the podcast that have way crazier stories and have been through these just crazy events that no one should have to go through um, not in comparison to mine like they're crazy but to give everybody everyday people a place to share those stories was the goal and to be able to do that and to connect with people and to give them a place to do that and to guide them through their stories has been super rewarding so in terms
0: of guiding people through is there a particular criteria that that the type of stories that you want to showcase is there a theme or 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 something you guys sit and discuss and say hey you know the world needs to know about this type of circumstance or or life happening or or particular part or is it open-ended
2: i'd say for the most part it's open-ended uh, we want to give, our tagline is giving everyone a voice. And so we want stories that, uh, just like Joey said, we've had some crazy stories from some amazing guests, but we've also had stories that it's just like everyday things in terms of dating and relationships and things like that. And you, we wanted this podcast to be something where your neighbor may be going through something. And if you listen to maybe one of our episodes, you might know what to say to them. You know, you may know how to help them. We wanna showcase people's lives in a way that, yeah, people are going through something, but they're still out there doing it. They're still making it. They're still living their life. And you may never know how much adversity they face, But we want people to share their story. We want people to be more vulnerable. And so in terms of a criteria, I don't think we have much of a criteria. I would just say we're trying to just shed a light and let people tell their story.
0: And I think that's really powerful. For us, when we started this journey, we wanted to create a brand so powerful it could change emotion and change it in a positive way. And what we learned when we first started this, we thought the biggest impact we would have, because we're a clothing brand as well, is um, from sales and, and donating profits to organizations. And what we found was the biggest impact was sharing and signposting people to stories, blogs, other podcasts, where people can listen to an experience that possibly or possibly they're going through and find a way of relating. Or as just you've just rightly said, maybe they know someone going through this type of um, circumstance or life event and don't know how to react or how to talk to someone about it. And it gives them that confidence or that insight to be able to have that conversation. And I think that's so powerful.
3: It really is. And that connection to everything in life and I know you guys are centered around mental health which is one of the most important topics that exists that one of the most important things that exists in the world because we can see the physical we can see somebody wearing a cast around and we know that they got hurt but we can't see that emotional pain that mental pain that they're going through because over time we become good at masking that we become good at pretending to be okay when we're not okay like if you ask someone how they're doing, usually in, in public, they're not going to say I'm doing terrible, right? They're going to say I'm doing good, but are they really doing good? Um, so plus yeah, I think it's greeting. really important what you guys are doing and, and having that conversation and talking about things and, and really taking that step to help the people that are listening to your podcast.
1: Thank you.
3: And I think
0: often you
3: ask someone how,
0: how they're doing, and you actually don't want the response, don't you? Find that you know you're walking across the street and you you say exactly. the question, don't you? You say, "How are you?" And if they stopped and went, "Well, actually, I'm not so great," and unloaded, I think there'd be a high proportion of people who would just, "Ah, oh, no." You're supposed to say, "I'm okay," and walk on.
1: Yeah, just do the nod and eye roll. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a very British thing standard, to, to, but... to, to, to to highlight,
0: but I think it's really important that we do spend the time to listen and to understand and to, if, if you do ask the question, be prepared for a response.
1: Yeah, I think people have just got so busy um, with just life and their own lives that you you you'd still say hello to people because you're not being rude and you want to be polite but you're right you're you're not willing to hang about for the answer and maybe this pandemic i I hate to bring everything back to it but it's you know it's here has maybe taught us to slow down a little bit i don't know what do you think
0: yeah i i think there's a little things once you have things taken away from you like certain freedoms you miss those conversations, you miss that opportunity to just speak to a neighbor, a friend, someone passing in the street. So I hope, life after pandemic, if someone walks through the street, asks you how you are, you can engage in a proper conversation. I don't know, is that something you guys experience?
2: Every day, I mean, especially with wearing masks now, you can't even, you don't know if someone's smiling at you when you walk by, and things like that. And so that element of even that human interaction is gone. So you're not even, you don't even want to get close to people now. So it was, how are you doing? You really don't care how they're doing now. It's, I don't—I can't be within six feet of this person or something like that. So it's very interesting, and I'm hoping you know. Things can get back to normal quickly and, you know, we can take the mask off and, you know, smile as people go by, wave, give a head nod or something and not feel so uncomfortable about being around different people.
0: Yeah. Maybe we yeah, need to start wrote... a com- campaign to bring back the high five. Once it's, uh... <laughs> oh,
1: but we can't do that either. <laughs> Eventually we'll be allowed to.
0: It'll be a great moment to high five a stranger
1: just walking down the road, but you'll raise your hand and some poor old deer will think you're about to hit around the head. (laughs) Get get us into a lot of trouble.
0: (laughs) So with your journey, with your podcast, what are are the things you've learned the most about interacting with people and the the stories? What have you guys uh, grown or or learned more about yourselves in, in, in that respect?
3: Wow, there's just so much to listen to a story like, for example, about Marius, who was in a house fire, you know, third degree burns all over his body, lost his family, essentially, and had to live the rest of his life. in that burden or somebody who had a 10 year heroin addiction or somebody who was in war and lost a ton of friends and and brothers there, you know, gives you perspective, right? we all live in our own little bubbles every single day of our lives and we care about what we're going through, our mental health, but it's important to understand other people and it's important to understand the world that we live in and to understand that it's not just your bubble there's so much more going on here and people deal with that every day and that perspective if you take it in right will help you live your life and say listen you know it's not to just compare but There's other people that are struggling right now, and I'm complaining about um, my food not being cooked right, right? Some people don't have food, right? Or whatever it may be, it's important to gain that perspective. And also what we've learned is everybody that we have on the podcast that has gone through adversity but has made it through, and is they're so positive. It's so amazing what they've been through and how positive they are. They have a common trend, which is a fantastic, Fantastic support system behind them. Marius was two girls that came over on a trip to help in Romania, brought him back to the United States, gave him a home, got him the surgeries he needed. Um, for Mike and his heroin addiction, it was his dad who stood by him the whole way, supported him, and got him through the, those moments. Is everybody has a fantastic support system, and that's what's helped people through. And the lesson there is to is to be to support the people that are struggling, like. They don't want to be there. Like, that's not the way they envision their life. They want help, even if they're not asking for it. You know, be there for people, even if it's just a text, a call, or whatever it may be.
0: Absolutely agree. I think one of the um, questions we ask ourselves is how do we help people? And what about those people, as you said, who haven't got a support network? What can you do to help them? And I think great podcasts like yourselves, who share those stories. And if we can signpost people to more of that sharing, I think people can create their own support models or support scenarios from that, from understanding someone else's journey and getting the confidence to say, hey, if they went through it and they got through the other, there's something I can learn from that and build that support up. Because it is a fear of mine that, you know, we look at mental health and, and the rise of it and I'm really fortunate and we're really fortunate. We've got quite a nice, close family Yeah. who at any point in time, if we reached out for them, wouldn't push us away, wouldn't tell us no, and wouldn't tell us we're a failure because of it. What about those people who don't? What about those people who don't have those support bubbles in place to be able to support them? And the only solution I've got is is to signpost them to places like Mindshape, like some of the great charities, like organizations like Heads Up Guys in North America who do a great job in supporting people. Those types of organizations and institutions so people can find support outside of where we would naturally lean on family.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Are
0: there... um, This is a bit of a a, a tangent question. Since doing this, do you feel a sense of responsibility?
1: Like duty of care, almost.
0: Yeah, about the the, the stories that you put out there, the the, the real-life stories and making sure you get a nice balance, or do you take a sense of ownership from it? Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it it, it makes... uh Perfect sense I think, as Joey explained it, you know we've learned so much, and we've taken so much away from each story. I don't know that's a it's such a great question, and I don't know if Joey could answer this better on both of our behalfs, but you you just get this sense of you're there for someone. You're, you're in a place of where someone is telling you the most vulnerable details of, your life, of their life, and you just need to sit back and listen. Soak it all in and listen to them. And yeah, Joey, I don't know if you can explain it better.
3: <laughs> in the sense of ownership, I know you said, like we, we created a platform better centered around this so this is you know we take ownership and this is what we do and this is what we stand for and every story matters every voice matters and we make sure that we do the best we can that we show up for that guest that comes on the podcast to make sure that we help guide them through that story because we ask questions we listen we we talk to them before the podcast get to know them it's more than just a recording, we build a relationship with them. Because sharing something vulnerable isn't easy for everybody. Some people can do it easily, but it's hard for a lot of people because we bottle things up and we don't want to bring old events up that have happened to us. So we take ownership in making sure that we show up the best for the people that come on our podcast and make sure that we help them share the story the best we can.
0: That's great.
1: I think- Yeah, it's lovely.
0: One of the uh, uh, criticisms i, I have <laughs> many and a quite an opinionated person actually um, is the lack of tolerance that, that seems to be out there generically. That we are often caught in our little bubbles and our little little worlds that we're not tolerant to someone with a different story, a different hmm. set of experiences and I think one of the great things that the mindshake puts out there is it shows we need to be more tolerant because you don't know what's happening behind the 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 front, the shop front that people show that there's a story. And I think that phrase that you just used, every story matters is absolutely true. And that's the truth. Every story does matter. And you don't know what's behind and what's led people to do and make the decisions they've made. Unless you take time to understand that person and where they're coming from, you'll never understand their story. And you'll never truly understand why they make the decisions they make. And I think that's one of the great things when we were listening to your podcast and, and, and the amazing and inspirational guests that you have is the way that you guys interacted with them. You've shown not just empathy, but tolerance to understand and take time to understand and bear in mind that these people are bearing their entire soul and probably saying stuff out there in, on the World Wide Web that they've never probably told anyone before. Exactly. That's a really brave thing to do. And I think we need to have more tolerance and not judge as much as we are. I mean, there's nothing more topical and I'm, and, and it's, it's completely dominated our media, but the Harry and Meghan... Um,
1: I have been dying to ask you guys if you've seen it and just your views on it. It's been <laughs> yeah, I've been dying to talk about it. I'm sorry
3: what is that? is it um Harry and megan we're We're from the United States, so I don't usually watch that type of stuff, but um,
2: do you, Avery? No, typically I don't watch that type of stuff, but I did see Oprah's special has come out and I think that's something that I'm going to check out shortly here.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's a quite a good watch, to be yeah. honest. And it's not something that, especially you Sal, would necessarily watch, but you did say, right, no, I am going to watch it. And honestly, it has just dominated our media um, here in the UK just nonstop sort of for the last week and especially over in the last sort of 24 hours um, there's just been so many thought-provoking um, things that have been said and especially a lot to do with um, Meghan Markle's mental health and the support or lack of support that she was given so it's definitely some food for thought I think and I think whether you've got an interest or not it's it's definitely a watch. Yeah.
3: Totally. I mean, with people that stature stature just in general, I think every perspective matters and people get caught up in like the everyday people thing of, well, people are famous or people have a standing and they're known in the world. Well, I don't feel bad for them. Right. And I don't take that view on anybody. I think everybody's human. And being a famous person comes with a whole other set of mental health issues that people that don't understand that like I can kind of see it I don't understand because I've never been there but like you're constantly bombarded you don't have any alone time none of your thoughts you can't even say so without it being in the news like you don't become human anymore you become just publicity and something the news can talk about and it's tough and you have to be able to step into their shoes too because they were once regular people. I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's really tough because you have to look at everybody's story. You can't just nitpick on what story you want to see or listen to or hear out or not because everybody's experiences are different.
0: I couldn't couldn't agree more. I, I think one of the uh, the challenges with certainly media celebrities is the amount of um, money that's publicized that they either own or have or possessions and there is a bit of a stigma to say that if you have money or possessions you have no right at claiming you've got mental health issues because there is a high proportion of mental health issues that are a direct result of having or being in some sort of poverty situation. And I think there is a a stigma to say that if you've got money, you shouldn't have these things that we need to break down as well.
1: Yeah, 100%.
2: Exactly. And you look at celebrities like Robin Williams, um, Kurt Cobain, you know, these people were struggling. And especially Robin Williams, I mean, he was seen as one of the happiest people, you know, in all of his movies and things like that. But. Little did we know that he was struggling on the inside, and yeah, there is that stigma that people with money, people uh, are, that are seen at a high esteem, and celebrities, they don't have mental health problems. How could they? They have the life, they live lavish lives. How could they possibly be struggling with anything? And yeah, that, it sounds very interesting, and I'm definitely gonna check it out for sure.
1: Oh, good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, in terms of Mindshape, um, where your podcast is is it, heading towards, do you have any plans, any future um, initiatives, or things that you're going to do?
3: In regards to plans, we want to make Mindshape one of the most popular, most listened to podcasts in the world because of what it stands for. Right. There's plenty of podcasts to talk about nonsense that are some of us listen to podcasts of the world. But we want to make something meaningful. Get there. We want to make people's stories heard, build this into something bigger, you know, build a giant community, be able to travel the world and hear people's stories out from all different parts. People that would never have a chance to be on a podcast, people that have stories and what they've been through that need to have their stories and perspective heard around the world. And that takes time growing a podcast and you can have great a great podcast but you have to get it out to people and that's the struggle it's marketing it's digital marketing in today's age so our goal is you know first to hit 100k downloads all the time and you know we're close but we want to get there first and we want to build our community focus on helping the people that might not be on the podcast but are part of the community help them share their stories in the group and give them people around them where they can build a family. You know, you, you say you have a family, but you can also pick your family. You can find people in the world that can, will support you no matter what and have your back, and they might not be family members. They might just be a random person that you've never met before. You know, Avery has my back. I've never met Avery before. So the Internet's an amazing thing, and we want to use that to help change people's lives And help change that narrative around understanding people's stories and having them share those stories.
0: I think that's such an important part and an important message about um, support and family that you can build a community around you and you can build a community that matters, that cares for each other. In today's technology you don't physically have to be sat next to someone to understand them to know what they're going through to empathize with them, to have tolerance with different views and different opinions. But you're absolutely right. That's amazing. If you can build that community, what 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 is more powerful than that than creating a place where people feel they can belong and share the most intimate and and, and life-changing stories that they've gone through? I think that's just, that's just pure power, isn't it? That's, that's, that's okay, the power in the positive way. I'd like, you know, I think that's such a great concept to be able to take something like this on the road and go Mm. meet people and listen to their story and share that with the world. It's such a great concept.
3: Yeah. And there's this, like, obviously we we want to take it around the world. I mean, obviously going to places and recording stuff, you know, you don't want to do that necessarily because it's hard, but. And then people, there's people in the world that say, don't do this, don't do that. But the world needs to see the story. They need to hear the story. And whatever that takes, right? You know, we can't be blind to what's happening in the world, to people's stories. We need to understand that. Travel around the world, hear people's stories, allow people. So you might hear somebody's story in the Philippines that someone in the U.S. would have never heard before if we didn't go there. And that's the power of the internet, right? We're just two guys that decided to do this. Anybody could, right? we just two guys that have a commitment to help people share their stories and use the internet, take our lives and have a purpose and give people, like I said, that community, that family, because they might not have that. They might not even have a family. But there's just so much power in the best way possible in this. And that's why we want to keep going and keep building it. That's absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys, you both of you must be really, really proud of what you've achieved. Um, All these incredible people that you've spoken to. Is there any in particular that stand out to you that you have enjoyed the most? I know that's a ridiculous question, it's like, which one's your favourite child? <laughs> but is there any that um, you would like to do, like a part two or a sort of relive?
2: I think there are a number of guests that, you know, we could definitely see a part two, and there there will probably be a, a part two. But, I mean, The, the Marius Story, um, uh, The House Fire, these were stories that literally, I mean blew us away it, it sounded like something it was beyond a movie it was beyond something you could read in a book it was it was absolutely it was breathtaking uh when you're crying during a podcast and I mean I cry quite a bit on these podcasts because some of the stories are just heartbreaking but yeah I would say for me the house fire was probably one of the most you know, that one just blew me completely away. Just so real. It was, just it was so real. Words, it was so real. You could just, yeah, I, I hate it, it, it was, it, you can't describe. And what really got me was this young man was so positive. After going through literally hell and back, losing his family, coming over to America and having countless surgeries, having his toes now become his fingers. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it was just incredible, and we were so thankful he was willing to share that and just so blessed to know there's a person out there that went through all of that adversity that is still positive and is still trying to shed a light on the world. Absolutely.
0: Moving to to you two. I'm intrigued now. Will you post pandemic meet up?
3: <gasps> what did you say? I can't hear you, sorry.
0: Sorry. Will will you both meet up post pandemic?
3: <laughs> so me and Avery were talking <laughs> that you know, we wanna meet up when we hit a goal. We wanna come together I think it's going to be a million downloads it's, we're going to come together and actually meet each other um and yeah that, that's the goal because you know we've done so well just being not even meeting each other before and we want to set a goal and keep building this podcast and, and build a community and you, know, you have to do those things while you're growing and it's going to be awesome to finally meet each other. It's going to be amazing to look back at what we've been able to create when we've never actually met each other in person before. What we've been able to create, the relationship we've built with each other, with all these people just over the internet, and the commitment we brought, and the people stories we've had. You know, having being on other podcasts. We had a guy, we were on his podcast, And we didn't even know him very well. And after the podcast, he told us, you inspired me. My mom's uh, an addict, and you inspired me to talk to her again after two years, so I'm gonna give her a call. And it's those types of things. I'm at a loss for words. I never thought my life would have this much meaning for other people, and I'd be able to make an impact. I never thought that in college or three years ago. So being here and being able to look back we reach that point we will just be surreal i feel like a dream maybe that's why they call it a dream because it feels like one that's absolutely awesome
1: yeah like i said before you must be so proud and you should be you should be um the mindscape podcast is awesome your guests are just incredible um real stories um and every story matters so thank you so much
0: What about you two? I'm intrigued to know more about you two personally. If if you if you're able to share, what makes you guys tick? What what do you do? What do you do for pleasure outside of podcasting, etc.
3: Avery, you start. Avery's Avery's <laughs> the more interesting one out of both of us. That's for sure. I wouldn't
2: say that, <laughs> um, but I personally, I own a media company, and um, I have about 15... 15- employees and we contract out uh, over 40, 45 other individuals and basically we film various things all across the nation and even the world on occasion and uh, we're talking weddings, commercials, promotional work and I've been able to travel to literally all over the world and it's been an amazing experience and it's definitely helped me in terms of understanding individuals' perspectives more. And it definitely translates to to the podcast because as you travel more, you gain more perspective and you understand culture and religions and why people do the things they do and why they dress the way they dress. And it's definitely helped me open my eyes to, like we were saying, just become more tolerant.
1: That's awesome. That's really cool.
0: So is, is that something you, you as, as a personal point, you, you, you're growing and, and you're committed to and wh- where do you want to take the media company?
2: So uh, essentially, you know, it's almost running on its own. Um, I have managers and employees who are just running it and I just keep it growing. You know, I started three years ago not knowing that it was going to be, you know, grow this rapidly, this fast. But I just want to keep it growing, and I want to take it as far as it's going to go. You know, I'm just going to keep working hard, and the goal is just freedom, you know, financial freedom. So (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
0: So what do you do for fun, Avery?
2: Pardon, I didn't catch that last part. So what do
0: you do for fun to unwind and, and chill out?
2: I actually play the piano. So I've played the piano for 23 years now. So it started when I was like three years old and been playing ever since.
1: That's awesome. I love that.
0: I have the musical talent of a brick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not even going to walk
3: you. Me too. Me too.
2: <laughs>
0: but we, we have a friend who's, who's, who's a, a, a drummer and a session drummer in, in, in various bands and you're always in awe of something you can't do. I would love to be a musician and travel the world and play music. But we no can... one's going to employ me to play the triangle, and even that, I'd probably do that badly.
1: <laughs> Come in on the wrong beat every time. I think I'd like to every... go sing. <laughs> it,
0: it just seems do like a you? cool thing to do. Yeah, rocking up on stage. Like a lead
1: singer of some yeah. rock band.
0: But I would literally clear the place.
1: <laughs> well... again probably not gonna work you
0: joey (laughs) what do you do congratulations on your new job of course
3: i was gonna say say to that instrument instrument thing thing, i played played the the saxophone saxophone when i was in middle school and i was so bad i i remember i used to go to the uh the concerts we would have and i would just pretend to play because i would always make it squeak on accident i didn't want to ruin the performance it was pretty funny but uh yeah, I was definitely yeah. that guy
0: when there were songs who would mime. Do you know when you have this kind of like where you're all stood up on a stage and there's some sort of Christmas uh, kind of college or school uh, play on? I'd be the one at the front just miming it, looking like I'm belting it out, but there's no words coming out of my mouth.
3: Yeah, it's it's just you know we put on a show and not actually playing, but you know everyone else sounds good, so you look good. But now overall for me um i'm i'm here in new jersey i'm moving to baltimore actually this weekend uh, to live with my best friend down there i got a new job recently doing digital marketing and for me i'm a big fisherman i like to fish every single place whether it's bass fishing or offshore fishing i love that it's always been a passion of mine and yeah Pretty much. I like to travel too. I haven't been able to as much. I know Avery does that more, but I really like to see the world, see different places. And yeah, that's pretty much me. And I obviously love the podcast, but I think you asked besides the podcast, uh, I really do Uh, love doing Doing this. And, you know, I think we were talking about uh, like Like, being a musician. Like I always wish I had like like a a voice. voice, you know, I wish I had like a voice. I could sing. That'd be cool. But my voice is absolutely terrible. Like, it's so bad. But I never thought, like, I could use my voice this way. So it's been pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I think what we've heard today and what we've experienced by listening to your podcast, you guys are such inspirations to people. And I think, you know, the work that you're doing and the message and giving people a voice is absolutely incredible and we really 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 enjoy it yeah it's it's, it's a genuine it's not a uh a, a, a podcast uh, uh um, courtesy to say that you're no not it. at
1: all <laughs> no we don't have
2: time thank for you that. so much <laughs> yeah thank you so much we really appreciate that
0: so if people want to find out more about you guys and, and, and mind shape where do they go
2: Yeah, so people, we have a website. Yeah, go ahead, Avery. Oh, Joey, take this. it away. Right. All right. <laughs> All right. So we have a website. Uh, it's www.mindshapepodcast.com. They can visit that, sign up for newsletters, and they can find more information about Joey and I. Um, we have Instagram. That's at MindshapePod. Or you could visit at MindshapePodcast. We have both, both of those usernames. And Joey, is our TikTok up yet?
3: Yeah, TikTok is just mind shape. So just the one word. We can never get the one word, but on TikTok we can get it. So um, it's, it was nice to get it there.
1: Yay, that's good. I love TikTok. I've honestly spent this whole last year just binge watching different <laughs> types of video. I'm just so invested now. So I'm so TikTok pleased. TikTok
3: dangerous. I yeah. love it i'm sitting there i start scrolling i'm like oh it's been an hour this is bad.
1: yeah i was just about to say an hour will just fly by it's like witchcraft honestly i don't know what happens i just lose myself in it completely so i'm super excited that you've got a tiktok that's great i can blame you guys now
3: Yep. Yeah. yeah so we're gonna start posting content on there and we're, we're trying to incorporate more video we've been audio for so long but we want to get video because I feel like that'll add just another aspect of understanding these people and their stories.
0: I've to admit, I'm still learning social media in that respect. It, it's crazy. When we started this this journey for us, I thought I knew everything about everything, as I would. But <laughs> yeah. you're looking at I never really understood Instagram. I never understood why I wanted to see a picture of somebody else or they wanted to see someone of me. And, and what I learned is it's a bit more than just seeing a picture of someone
1: else, isn't it? It's about sharing a message. I and... think so. Yeah, definitely. But I
0: didn't understand that. For me, it was just giving someone access to my camera roll. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand why I wanted to do that, nor why would I want to re- look at anyone else's.
1: But look at you now. <laughs> yeah, I've got, what,
0: five posts on uh, Instagram personally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're lovely posts. You should be very proud. But
0: it's a whole learning curve, isn't it? Social media and getting into it. And and you can see why people become addicted to it and addicted to the, I think we call them vanity stats, the followers. But if you're a brand and trying to get your message out there, you need a bigger audience. Mm. But it's learning the difference between engagement and followers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that before, haven't we? Yeah, just all the different aspects of it all and what you want to use it for, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. So as marketing
0: gurus have just now God have you got any advice for people who are, are are looking to market themselves and use social media and more digital marketing? What what would be your advice for, for either a podcast or, or, or a brand like ours?
3: Hmm. I there's a lot. It's not an easy question, is it? I'm looking at it. There's a lot. No, not. Because building this podcast, I had these aspirations that it would be pretty simple, but it's not. You have to be willing to do more than you think you should. Like, I mean, Avery always calls me like a wizard because I'm able to find people and get people on the podcast and do all these crazy things. I mean I just it, it just happens but I reach out to a ton of people in the in our niche to give us feedback on our podcast every single day. I reach out to a ton of podcasts to you know to talk with to be with. I reach out to a ton of people to be guests. I reach out to sponsors every single day and and pitch our podcast and why they should be on it. I look for ways we can advertise whether that be Google Ads, whether that be YouTube, whether that um be on different smaller podcast listening platforms like Podcast Addict or Castro and and gaining some listenership there or Cast Box. There is so much and you have to be willing to do everything. It's you have to wear all these hats. And it's not easy because do I think our podcast could be listened to by millions of people? Yeah. Is it going to happen if we don't put in the work? No. So, literally using the right platform. Like we told you guys, Zencaster is fantastic. Um, and being able to just grow. Like Instagram, we, we try to make posts. But, you know, I, I did all these things trying to gain followers and following people that I think the algorithm just doesn't like me or, or, or the page anymore. But it's really just about reaching out to people. And if you're going to build a podcast, especially, I learned after just trying to get numbers, that community is far more important. Like the people you have behind your podcast are the people that matter. And having relationships with them. Reach out to them. Talk to them. Treat them like they're your friends because they are. And have conversations with them. It goes more than that. I told my friend to do all these things and he was like, that seems like that's too much. I'm like, well, yeah. Life isn't easy. You got to get after it. Absolutely. I
0: think that's one of the big lessons I learned. You you can get caught up into trying to create followers and get more followers. But um, James, a, 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 a previous guest, he highlighted it, that it's about engagement. And it's very easy to forget why you started the social media channel in the first place. You started it to create a community and engage with people. And you can get very quickly caught up with How many followers? I've got four more extra today. Yay! I've got ten more extra. And actually forget that the reason why you're there is to engage people and to interact with them and build that community that's safe, that people feel like they can express themselves and talk to you and stuff. So absolutely buy that. You need to widen the audience so you have the maximum impact, but you can't forget the fact that you have to engage with people
3: and anyone who's listening right now who wants a community now we recently focusing are focusing more on that community so one more place you can reach us and probably the most important we have a facebook group called the mind shape society we're building that and we have people we have people posting there all the time about different things that they're going through and if you want to share with the community that will listen go there um it's called the mind shape society you have to request to be added but Please go there if if you want to share a story or be a part of a community.
0: That's amazing. And it's really important. People can communicate and find those places. So if it's okay with you guys, we'd like to put a link off our communications and website to that place so people can find you as well. For sure. Absolutely. So, I just want to really thank you guys for coming on today and um, putting up with one of my random questions, (laughs) which can go off on a tangent.
1: But that's the point. We never know where it's going to lead. It's my my favourite type of road to go down.
2: Exactly. And it makes for a very interesting conversation. And it was definitely a pleasure for you guys to have the both of us on.
0: Yeah, we're we're super excited. And again, anyone who's listening, please, please check out this podcast. It's absolutely amazing. You'll hear some absolutely inspiring stories. And these guys are great hosts, really empathetic, so much understanding. And really, really, it is a fantastic and fascinating and heartwarming. And sometimes you may cry. Listen.
1: Yeah. And again, Joey, Avery, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys are just so busy and your time is really valuable. So um, major respect. Thank you.
3: You're very welcome. Thank you guys so much for having us on the podcast.
0: Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, like, give feedback, and if you can, give us a five-star rating. Love you all. Peace out.